for this reason, sometimes it was slow on my end, but that slow tempo was good for this Saturday. <laughs> it just felt right. It just, I don't know, it was bumping a little bit. I don't know. I mean, the, it wasn't hit like it normally hits, but it's still there. And I'm still wearing yellow, so that's cool. Hey, folks, well, that, that was not an intentional rim shot. Um, if My rim shots are always intentional. That was a rim shot to yeah, whatever. Hey, folks, welcome. Uh, it's Saturday, so you, you know what that means. It is another episode of Fandom Initiative. Uh, it's a remarkable Saturday. I don't know why it's remarkable. It just is. Oh, you know what's remarkable? Um, it's the 23rd. It's great. Two things going on today. One, Old Navy Cash activated. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's a wrap. <laughs> so I got to get out of here quick. Um, <laughs> and the second thing is um, on the 21st, uh, 13 dispensaries, no, 12, excuse me, 12 dispensaries in New Jersey started selling um, recreational uh, marijuana legally. Yay. That's a great thing. Um, yeah, that's awesome. So those are two cool things for today. You got you got your stash. Shh, we don't talk about. We don't. We don't talk. Like a Vanessa L. Williams, we don't. We don't. talk about that. Brother, when I find a black-owned one, I will. Mm. <clears throat> and that's a whole other topic. I think there is maybe one, possibly. Maybe, but I don't think it's here in Jersey. I'm trying to remember what it was, but I was like, oh, okay. So, no. Because a year ago, y'all would have been thrown in jail. So, it's awesome. So, folks, let's get these introductions and let's start the show because we got a jam-packed full uh, show, like a PB&J type show. The man across from me, he is a cinema CEO. He is a cinema god. This is Michael Williams. What's up, y'all? Uh, myself, I am a hungriest man in the room. You can take that however you want. I am the hungry bleak hashtag, the dark star hashtag, nevermore. I am Antonio Pomares, and welcome to the fandom. How's your week been, brother? Doing all right. Yeah. Could always be better, but it was all right. <laughs> you, uh, topple any regimes lately? No, no. Can't say that. Oh, sure. All right, we're not going to talk about it right now. We're not going to talk about it right now. We're not going to talk about it. We're not going to talk about it right now. I got you. I. Uh, uh, you know what we talked last week and we were like oh you know what we can't think of anything really that's for a summer and then then we were like oh i I was like oh wait a minute i totally forgot that was going to be a thing and they came out of nowhere so let's start up with first thing we're going to mention is i'm just going to say it's because it's there uh netflix subscriber numbers tumble look it, it was it's going to happen. It happens to every streaming service. I'm guessing they have numbers that tumble depending on price and when there are things happen and updates. Uh, excuse me, um, updates as far as prices go. Um, what have you? Netflix, y'all are almost twenty dollars. And also the fact that you said that they were going to start cracking down on people who have multiple, like, but people who are letting other people jump on their accounts and use them. Yeah, I look. I know you have a lot going on Netflix, but chill. Just chill. Because I found out people who I thought I had it were like, yeah, I, I left like months ago. I was like, oh. Damn, I didn't I, I didn't realize that. Okay, cool. So chill on that. 
they've been saying that they're possibly going to like stop make um stop production on some of the shows that they were starting that they were going to have um they were talking about uh, i've heard some reports about possibly um animation being cut look don't pull a wb don't start pulling your hair out just going wild just start doing stop with the reality shows or non-scripted shows i should say stop with the non-scripted shows that's not gonna happen those are the cheapest things you can make (laughs) <laughs> and, the, and and the worst thing, like there used to be a time when it was you Listen, could go on there and it was quality. Sure, but people continue to watch reality. That's why people steam like it. I don't. I just don't it, because it's starting <laughs> to come up with the animation side, which is really starting to come up and really flourishing, which has been cool because I love that, especially in a time of COVID when it was at its peak. They were doing a lot of animation. That was a really cool thing. That was awesome. I mean, uh, just this week uh, or last week, I should say they had. Um, the premiere, the new episodes of um, Tiger and Bunny. This week they had Pacific Rim: The Black came back with season two, and they've got all the stuff going on. That's really cool. I mean, I'd take them games off of my tablet. I don't know yeah, why. Yeah, I mean, I'll agree with that. Like, there's certain things that they need to get rid of. Like, it's a, and stop canceling games. all this stuff, and then grabbing another show to replace it. Then canceling that. Stop. Yeah, they need to get rid of games. They need to finally kill the DVD business because I don't understand why they're even still entertaining that. I, I mean, I guess why. they have to. I guess they have to be there for people who still <laughs> use DVD. But to me, it's time to kind of. If Netflix started a situation where they said we're no longer going to cater to the DVD business, the DVD business would finally go the way that it needs to go, which is goodbye. <laughs> you know what I mean at this point. Like, how much is that service even? I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Like, we should all know how much that service is if it's still around, and we don't. Yeah, I yeah that that's part of it too. And honestly, I, I don't have a problem with Netflix being almost twenty dollars. And here's why: for the people who are complaining about Netflix being expensive. You don't seem to have that complaint when you go to the movies and spend twenty dollars from one film. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I know a lot, that a lot of, of y'all people are getting more of this, the the packages. And a lot though. of y'all, yeah, but a lot of but, <laughs> don't don't feed into that because a lot of people aren't even using a list. Because to them, if they're not going, you know, if they're not going every day during the week, they don't want to spend twenty three dollars a month. But they don't seem to understand that you already are spending $23 a month to see Doctor Strange one time. You know what I mean? When you could see Doctor Strange unlimited numbers of times during a month, 12 times, if you wanted to, for $23 a month. See, people don't understand the economics of anything anymore. You know what I mean? I think they understand the economics, but the logic of it. If I go on Netflix and let's say, it's, like I said, it's what, 16, 17 bucks, whatever it is. Okay. I go on there and watch stuff. If you're going to keep canceling things that people are actually watching and liking, if you're going to keep doing that production, like, as far as like what you're producing, if you're going to keep doing that, then why would I stay for that? And why am I going to pay that amount for stuff that I'm only watching three shows? When you cancel the show that I loved, you got this one going on. This one is coming up and it sucks. This is what have, what have you. So I can understand why people are canceling it because of the money wise and it's not paying for them when they can go and get hulu which is what still like five six dollars something like that mm-hmm. um disney is is what 12 now right but still it, it it's disney 
you, that library is ridiculous. It's I, absurd. I get, I get what you're saying, but but there's another part to that that people really kind of aren't talking about. If you're complaining about Netflix canceling shows that you like, well, that's the same difference as you subscribing to cable, right? Where you're paying five, six times that amount of money and they cancel shows on cable. But <laughs> so if you're buying, difference? but if you're getting Netflix for a particular show, it's a Netflix ex exclusive, let's say. Okay. And they take it off. What are you going to do? Are you going to stay on it or are you going to cancel service? Where would... cable, you're not getting cable for one show. Who Who's getting cable for one show? Sure. Honestly. But so, I, I wouldn't cancel Netflix based on one. I mean, first of all, if you're just getting it for one show, you're better off subscribing for one month and then canceling and then binging that show. But that's what people do. That's what people did with like APO Max when it came out, or they tried to get the, I, I don't know if Netflix still has a one week or whatever um, free mm -hmm. period. I, I don't still have that. I honestly don't know. Mm. But that's what people were doing. Oh, this show is coming up. It's coming back on. And I hear it. Oh, this um, even like um, bah, 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 Prime or like whatever. Like the shows like when the boys are coming. Oh, I'm going to get the I'm going to watch the boys. I'm going to mm -hmm. you know watch them when it's over. I'm going to cancel it or what they do that. Yeah, but until we get to a point where these services then start cracking down on that, where they're telling you where you need to sign up for a minimum amount of time. Like, that's what we're starting to move towards. Like, everyone, the free ride is starting to end in, in television. It, it just is. Because these services have been nice to subscribers for a very long time where they've just allowed them to do whatever they want to do. And now, because they all need to start turning a profit because they've spent a ton of money <laughs> to kind of establish these services... Now everyone's all in a in a in a tizzy. And and again, I'm not arguing that you shouldn't be able to see certain things the way you want to see them, and that Netflix should take more chances on. I mean, and that's the whole point, right? That's the whole reason why Netflix got started, is because they were kind of willing to take chances that other people weren't. I'm not arguing that point. I just think that some of some some people's reactions to certain things is kind of overblown. To me, it, it's just overblown in a, in, a, in a in a world of entertainment where we have a billion and one choices more than we've ever had. I just feel like. And, and again, this is not me coming at you, brother. This is just in general, in general for people. There's this sense of entitlement now that uh, is not a good thing at all, <laughs> like at all. You know what I mean? Like, they can only cater to you with so much. And then at some point, they're going to be like, okay, well, we need to start making money. You know what I mean? And you were willing to spend the money at one point, but now you're not? I don't know. But if you're not getting what you want, why would you spend the money? And they're not making money? I don't... How? Somebody's no, books are fucked up. Netflix, Netflix clearly isn't making money because now that's why they're willing to do an ad tier. If they that's didn't the only way they can make money. 30 shows, which I love content again, but you can have too much where you you dilute your your own quality. And that's what's happened. 
Okay. Now I I can dig them doing international shows because there are shows from I'm like I didn't even know this was a I didn't even know that was a country. Holy, are you serious? They got sales coming from all over. Like they and their international market is like from what they're doing, from what they're bringing. I should say is huge. I mean, I'll look at like what's coming up, and there'll be like maybe like three or four shows. Then like the rest of the reel will be shows from like um like a Southeast India, mm-hmm. excuse me, Asia. They'll have African shows. Like like there's an African kickboxing show. I was like. Okay, mm-hmm. bet I got you. They're starting to do some documentaries. Mm-hmm. Okay, but when they're grabbing too much, and you got to say, work within your means, calm down, look at what you're grabbing. Is it worth it? What are you going to end up getting rid of in that time? Because you're going to take one show off, or maybe two, in order to fund or budget this one, or or do whatever you got to do with this money for that. Figure that out because. It's ridiculous. Like you go on there and I there's a lot of hidden stuff like there's stuff that you can. Oh, I, I, I like watching A, B and C and you'll have the rest of the alphabet there that you like. I didn't even know that was I never even told, knew to look for that. Something has to be fixed with that system. We've talked about them canceling I, shows on a whim I continuously. Think, I think Netflix's biggest problem has been marketing. They don't know how to market very well. Whereas Hulu, they expect Hulu, you to see it when you're on there. Right. They, they expect you to see it, which isn't the thing. And I understand yeah. ads. I understand that ads Whereas be coming. Hulu, Hulu right. can take over the entire. For people who watch the Oscars, <clears throat> Hulu literally had an ad of two or three in every break during the Oscars. So, to a certain extent, they know how to market, right? Because they know how to place ads in big things and get people excited. Netflix doesn't do that. They, they're they still relying on word of mouth, which is nice, but it only goes with so far. Like, you have to start spending money on ad spend. And I don't know why they don't. Like, maybe this is why they're going to an ad tier, so that they can get money to fund the, the marketing budget so that they can start marketing things better. I, I, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know. They always, I think that that's been their biggest issue is that they don't know how to market stuff. They'll always wait for it. Yeah, d- d- because their marketing is, oh, you're sitting here watching. Well, let me show you this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that's not. And when I do exactly. see. Exactly. Wait a minute. Do I even see Netflix commercials? Even on YouTube? Very rarely. Very rarely. Because I don't watch commercials really to begin with. So I'm trying to remember. Do I even see? Because you know that. Like, you know that sound. Yeah. Hulu. Yeah. I, I, I see them continuously. Mm hmm. And as of lately, I'm going to be real with you. I've started watching Hulu more. I've started watching um, Paramount more. Uh-huh. Um, Even Paramount does a better job of yeah. marketing things than they do. Yeah. Um, I started watching um, Peacock. Yeah. Not really Peacock. Um, sorry. Um, <laughs> just going to be real. Like, Peacock so, isn't that one, but. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but it's there. And, and and it's also the youngest out of all of them, I think. Isn't yeah, it? And, and what I will say to that too, though, Hulu, Hulu, literally, Hulu, Paramount, and Peacock, to a certain extent, all have an advantage that Netflix doesn't. They all own networks on cable, so they can, <laughs> they literally have the apparatus to market their streaming service to multiple people at one time right if you don't if you don't count like the big events where they do the the, the you know the ridiculous ad spends they can market those things on USA and 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 
Freeform and, and then Channel 4 and, and all that stuff. Netflix has to go a different way because they don't own anything outside of what they have. Yeah, their own right? And they they literally then have to spend ridiculous money to keep ads up on TV just to promote, let's say, one of the bigger shows, Stranger Things, upcoming. Yeah. How much money would they literally have to spend to promote Stranger Things across every network in order to get people to watch it or to get people to join Netflix to watch that show? Like, yeah. that's the problem where, where the other streaming services that we like kind of already have a built-in apparatus to kind of promote because their parent companies are literally cable networks or, you know, or entertainment companies that we all know. And something outside of it. Yeah, so. yeah. And, and I mean, I don't know. Maybe that means that Netflix has to buy something in order to be able to do that. But what are they going to buy? Like, there isn't much that they can buy. There isn't. What network? There isn't. There aren't many networks up for sale. Because the ones that I would think aren't really, yeah. I mean, you can't. Yeah, there's nobody out. I mean, you can pay me. I mean, I mean, my rates are fair, but they're going to be expensive. I'm gonna be honest with you. No, but I don't. Hypothetically, hypothetically, the <laughs> you can't even do that either because. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm not even gonna bring that there's, up because that there's no way to even kind of articulate that. But I'll I'll talk about that some other time. <laughs> there, the, the only I think the yes. most recent commercial I've seen from them has been for Stranger Things. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. And it, but if you're a person who doesn't like Stranger Things, you're gonna skip past that commercial. That's what I mean. And no, no, no. Actually, before that, I should say before that uh, was a couple like when we were new to 2022, they had a commercial of you know like 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 what's gonna be coming out. It was on like. A, once say like um youtube i think it was mm. on oh, something else or whatever and it was like yeah. oh the, sh- the movies that are be coming out and everything I'm mm. like, okay all right but mm-hmm. that wasn't going to get me because right. the stuff that they were showing off and this is knowing they it could end up being great stuff because it hasn't even come out like some of it's come out and i just haven't watched it i'll be honest with you that might not hit me right. so you have to show something deeper i mean and you have you also, I was having this discussion. Well, someone else was having a discussion. And I chimed in in a uh, chat. Um, they were having a discussion about, you know, uh, Netflix doesn't have a, an actual franchise series. Okay. Really, that you can think of. Um, like, if you think of um, Prime, you can think of um, The Expanse, mm-hmm. um, Bosch, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, The Boys. Okay. I guess, you know, e- even though it's going to be in it is, and it's, um, what season is it? Third season? No, oh, the boys? Yeah, third yeah. season. It's like, damn, third season? Jeez. Oh. You know what I mean? But you think about, like, Netflix has Stranger Things. The Witcher? The Witcher. Uh, and then you have to go into kind of niche stuff. Uh, Voltron. Ozarks. I would say Ozarks. Is Ozarks, a yeah. Too. Uh, exactly my point. Uh, it's more difficult. So, I mean, I would have said anything at this point if things are going properly. I would have said Alter Carbon. It's not there. They got two seasons and an animated movie out of it. It's it's consistency. It's 
listening to your public, not to the point where you're pandering them, pandering them, but listening to the to your public and their fans because they're telling you they're not going to give you advice just because they want you to do something stupid. They're going to give you advice because they're like, or they're going to tell you what they want because they're like, no, I want you guys to succeed. I like you. I I'm not going into any streaming services going. I hope they fail. I want them to fall. I, that's not the thing. Do I like spending money? Of course not. You all know me. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But I'm willing to pay for quality stuff that's going to entertain me, make me feel good, and make me happy. That's what it all comes down to. Yes, obviously money, but also you want money because that's going to make you happy, obviously, because you're a business. Uh. So why not look at that and say, okay, what's going on out there? Uh, sort yourselves out. Eh? Get in, sort yourselves out. So a bit as your father, as your business, then it's, it's Netflix is all right, then. right? Fancy a butcher's then, mate. You know what? Right? Tossers. Maybe they uh, should buy AMC. But that's with um, Amazon. I don't. I. I mean, they don't own them, mm-hmm. but that's Amazon. Even has that thing where you can do different channels, which is kind of a cool concept. It's like you build your own kind of modular thing. I mean, it's an added cost, but yet it's still yeah. But I think cool customization of what yeah, you want. But I, I also kind of think, and, and I agree with you to that extent that there there was this this kind of modular thing that we went through in entertainment for a bit. But to a certain extent, I feel like that's also starting to end. Like the more and more we get people with streaming services, they're literally saying, "Look, I'm not giving you my content so that you can make money off of my stuff." Like you're starting to see that already. Like you're starting to see a lot of these, a lot of these companies are pulling out of where they the agreements that they had. Like NBC is not going to be on Hulu after the beginning of next season. Like it's gone. They're they're leaving because they have their own apparatus. Honestly, you know what I mean? I would stay with Hulu if I was NBC because who? I mean, Peacock is five dollars. I want to say. Yeah. But the biggest thing they have on there is WWE and. That ain't really pulling in like it used to pull in. Yeah, I think the perception is with a lot of these companies is, and again, it, it's the foolish perception, right? They're like, oh, well, you know, we don't want to help Disney continue to be this juggernaut. But in some ways, you're better off. Like, you're better off working with them because they are kind of this known quantity that's been known for a very long time. And their reach is unparalleled. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. nobody else has the reach that they kind of have right now. And that's why you see a lot of these companies starting to make all these side deals and trying to gang up together because they can't match their reach. They just can't. They can't do it internationally. They can't really do it locally either. Like, I don't understand why you just don't stay on Hulu when there are subscribers there who consume your stuff if your expectation is that you think people are going to keep hulu and then also buy peacock eh, i don't know no (laughs) because i'm going to be getting rid of peacock soon because i'm not i was i mean it has some original programming on there but you won't know about it yeah i've seen shows i'm like wait this is theirs i never heard of the show david schwimmer has a show on there does anybody know about it? Central yeah. Intelligence Mess. I can't remember mm-hmm. what it is. Something like that. There's a lot of they have some anime on there. They have um uh Ray 
hell name this friggin showtime show with um Ray donovan yeah they have that on there yeah. they have um and, there's and another I, show they have on there which yeah and i even agree with you on the the whole wwe reach thing and and i know this this segment's going long 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 past where we wanted it to go but <laughs> i'll finish up with this i'll even agree with you on the wwe reach thing because to me it's like i actually went on there the other day this is the first time i've been on peacock since i probably downloaded the app <laughs> and, um, huh how long ago I'll, was that? Did I download the app? Probably yeah. around when it launched. When was that? Last year? Oh, I want to say it was long. Or was it the year before? I want to say it was the year before. I think it's been yeah. on longer than that. Maybe year before. Maybe year before. Yeah. And I I perused the WWE section. and <laughs> That's how you know it was real, because he said peruse. He didn't say, look, I said peruse. That, and that and there, there are clearly things that are missing on there. Yeah. Like, I don't. I don't understand why they're not up there. Like, in particular, one one thing that, that stood out to me was, you know, they have this whole thing, the whole section for the Great American Bash from um, the WCW, and one of the one of the major ones is missing. I'm like, what? I'm like, what is going on here? But there are only certain things they're putting on. They're not putting, like, they edited a lot of the content on there. Yeah. They edited a lot. They took out a lot of things. It's not. It's it's not the WWE section. Like Peacock is a great starter, uh-huh. but it can evolve from what it is. Uh-huh. WWE should have stayed on their own network, like their streaming service. I, I should say yeah. the WWE network, and just fixed it instead of selling it to Peacock. Uh-huh. I understand the move because Vince the and all. Money. Of, yeah, yeah, they definitely need money. Yeah, they need money like I need more T-shirts. Yeah, yeah, right. Record profits and also record releases. Yeah, I think they're good. Um, that's Saudi money. Yeah, hope you wipe the blood off of it. Hmm. Uh, you know, like they should have just stayed on there, fixed that app, fixed that service because it was a good service and it was. It only had a couple of flaws. You, it was hard to look for things. Like his search engine was a little off, uh-huh. but you could watch a pay per view. Like you could stop it. Like if uh-huh. it had already, if it's going from nine to ten, which is generous because you usually go from eight to like eleven or whatever. If if it's going for two hours and you come in thirty minutes into it, you could stop and watch it from the beginning. You can't do that with Peacock. You have to uh-huh. watch it from where it's at, from the and point, then the, yeah. and then you get the next day, like twenty four hours. The next day, you can watch the replay. Uh-huh. If you were looking for the kickoff shows. Just, just drop an anvil on your foot. There's, there's no point. You'll, you'll get more, you'll get more enjoyment out of that. Mm. Honestly, it, there were, what have you? Yeah, but long story short, Netflix, sort yourselves out. Was, uh, yeah, I just, yeah. yeah. yeah we, we went through the woods on that one. I just, geez. <laughs> the next up, we got the uh, trailer for Thor: Love and Thunder. I don't have anything to say about this. I was already going to go see the movie. I just didn't know when it was. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you because it's been mm-hmm. very quiet on the home run for Laura, for um, Thor Love and Thunder. Um, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see this. Uh, we see Thor. Um, I kind of wish they had kept fat Thor because I liked that. Mm-hmm. I did. I like that idea. Just the whole, I really, I honestly dug it. Mm-hmm. We see that. Um, we get to see him definite homage to Eric trying to remember his guy's name but he was called thunderstrike in the comics um 
def- definitely homage to him with the leather vest and the t-shirt. I see mm-hmm. Marvel. I see I see what you're doing. Um, definitely love that. We get him interacting with Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. I must have missed it because everybody kept talking about um, Star Lord's eye roll. Mm. Which I must have missed it because there was a lot going on in the trailer and I was just trying to yeah. take in little bits. Yeah. I'll, I'll rewatch it. Probably won't. Honestly, I probably won't you rewatch funny. it. You funny. <laughs> because you know what? The trailer was so much and I only like watching one trailer and I'm not going to go. I have so much to watch and read. I'm just not. Mm. But I'm glad it's out there. Look, I love Taika. Dude is cool as hell, and he always puts out like wild, crazy stuff that's just beautiful and awesome. And at the end of the trailer, we get the moment that everybody's really want to talk about. Mm. Two things with this: we get Jane Foster as Thor. This is awesome, but the hammer she has, Mjolnir. Did you notice it? I did. A lot of cracks in that hammer. A lot of um, duct tape and some and some some Elmer's glue. So we had the question before of what universe is this? Is it our universe? Is this something different? Because we're going to be getting Doctor Strange first and then this. A lot of questions. I have no answers. I'm I'm a man without answers. But I'm excited about seeing this. And I want to see where this goes and where we go with Jane Foster as. Thor, sir, thoughts, queries, questions, recipes, <laughs> run it. Uh, yeah. I mean, good trailer as always. Uh, unexpected because I didn't know that it was yeah. just going to drop until I went on Twitter the other day and people were saying it's out. I'm like, what? <laughs> okay, so. Because it came out, what, Monday or Tuesday? Yeah. I want to say, yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I mean, um, Natalie Portman wasn't one of my favorite things about Thor. Um, I'm curious to see how she plays this Jane Foster. Mm-hmm. You know, and is this the same again? We again, is this the same Jane Foster? Even y- yes. Like yes. there's a lot. I'm trying to think. Of the last thing I saw Natalie Portman in. Yeah, okay. I don't, I don't. What was the uh, name of that? The movie, movie with Oscar Isaacs and that might have been the last thing I saw her in. Which one? That it, it was an A twenty four movie. Um it was Oscar Isaacs. Yes. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. Not yeah. Oblivion, but it has a name like that where it's, I don't know. Annihilation. Why. Thank you, yes. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. I think that was the last thing I saw her in. Yeah. I don't know if she hasn't been working or I just haven't been paying attention. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. Um but I want to see how this works. I never read. I'm not a big Thor reader. Mm-hmm. Not not since I was a kid. I never read the Jane Foster Thor books. Mm-hmm. Heard they were great and amazing. They looked beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm excited to see this. Yeah, I am. I'm excited. Yeah, Again, yeah, yeah. I I wasn't looking for it either. I wasn't like, damn, I need death. But some people were like, damn, can I get that Thor trailer? I'm like, yeah. And again, Marvel Marvel just does. Marvel just does these amazing things with music that's just just kind of crazy to me. Like that whole thing, the, the whole thing being synced to Sweet Child of Mine is I want to say brilliant. that it has to do with Taika too. Yeah, just brilliant. Because Taika, like I, I'm starting to love what he does with music with, mm-hmm. with these Thor movies. Give mm-hmm. 
if they're going to do another one, give him this next one and see what else he does with because he'll bring. Because next thing you know, this song will be like number one mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. iTunes or Spotify or whatever black market um, download service <laughs> you're using. Shout out to LimeWire. We all survived. Um, <laughs> but 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 none of our computers did. I'll be honest with you on that. I got like two of them that did not survive that mess. Oh my God. Um, I just like him. Um, who else? Uh, bah, 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 bah. My man from uh, Baby Driver. Um, damn. Oh, Edgar Wright. Yes, him. Edgar Wright. Uh, Jordan Peele. Uh-huh. Like I, I love when directors can do things with music uh-huh. and make you feel it. Like I, I miss that feeling. Uh-huh. I miss it. Like lately in my head, I've had like mid to late '80s music uh-huh. in my head. Music where it was to song because every 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 song was to a movie. Yeah, and it mattered. Yeah. So I like that feeling, even if uh-huh. these are like late '80s, early '90s songs that they're. I like that. So you know, uh, so I'm in for it. Yes. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. Just went through puberty again. It's horrible. All right. So yeah, that's going to be coming out. Not today. So next <sighs> one we got. I don't know. I right, folks, this is uh, just not just. This I'm wearing guy. yellow. Just calm down, folks. Calm down. <laughs> Loving the after image. Next up, we have Everything Everywhere All at Once. Um, best movie of the year. I'm gonna say it right now. I'm, I'm being I, I was I, I wanted to know what your thoughts were on it, brother. First off, A24. You have you already had us there, mm-hmm. obviously. You give us a mix of um action, sci-fi. Um, you give us family drama, you give us humor, you give us uh, this very existential kind of movie that makes us think, which A24 will always give you a movie that at the end leaves it kind of open-ended. Uh-huh. And you have to kind of think, well, what's going to happen next? Uh-huh. What's going on after? I mean, they're going to give you an ending, but after that, you and in your head, you kind of do start making up these other stories of what happens. I've, I've done it. I did it with Midsummer. I did it with Hereditary. Uh-huh. And they're not good. They don't end well in my head. They don't. <laughs> uh, you give us um, Michelle Yeoh, obviously. Um, she comes and goes back and forth. I, I love the fact that she's always somewhere in that mix. I love that. Um, and this is just such a beautiful vehicle for her. Oh, my God. I just, yeah, if, uh, yeah, um, I loved her, Evelyn. I loved, um, my man playing um, uh, Wayman, um, Ki Hu Kwan. I hope mm-hmm. I'm saying, I hope pronouncing his name right. He used to be known as Jonathan Ki Kwan. Mm-hmm. Um, we know him from uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom uh, as a quick round. Short you know, round. Short round, thank you. Short round, quick round was my uh, nickname in high school. Don't ask. It's we all grow, folks. We all grow and prosper. Um, you know him uh, from as, uh, was it Gizmo? In uh, the Goonies, I think so. Yes. Yeah, and then he kind of fell out of acting. He just wasn't there to see him have this resurgence, because it was this um, find, finding Ohana. Uh-huh. It was there was something else that he was in too recently that I, I forgot what it was, and and we got James. Um, damn, what's my man's name? The man that played the father. Um, James Hung. Yeah, I think so. This dude's been in everything since eighteen oh five. This dude is a legend. Uh-huh. And I love seeing him there. Probably, and I'm going to look right at you, Doctor Strange. 
best multiverse movie of the year? Yeah, that's what everyone says. And it, it definitely has. And you have this almost like a, an underlying kind of love story, too, in there. Uh, uh, love story as far as like romantic, but also parental. Mm-hmm. I just There were a lot of facets in this movie, a lot of things going on. And I really enjoyed it. It was just that this is a movie where you go, well, there are no rules. We, we, we can do whatever we want. So how do you get this person's ability? You have to do something that's completely out of left field. So what do you Oh, and Jamie Lee Curtis stealing scenes with with the hot dog fingers, uh, typing with her like mm-hmm. uh, playing piano with her feet. This is yeah. This movie was. I'm glad I finally was able to get it in my area and watch it. This was definitely worth it. It was definitely worth being tired of going to see this movie, but it was definitely worth. It. Yeah, probably my movie of the year. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow, we're not even in July yet. No, because and he's what, saying it's a movie of the year. Because what can come up, and I mean, obviously there might be some that can, but the blend of everything that's going on, the absolute no fear of having people having martial arts scenes with awards mm. stuck in. I'm not even going to say where it was, but mm. and then well, we can do anything, and and the cast and having it be in subtitled, which I loved. Having a predominantly Asian cast, I loved. And just, yeah, the whole existential thing of the mindset. This is A24 at like, yeah, this is like A24 just saying, so how can we make Antonio lose his mind? (laughs) I've got an idea. (laughs) What is it, Wilson? Well, this is what we do. (laughs) And go with it. Yeah, I. this, this movie, a movie that stays with you. Even after, because I'm still thinking about it, and I saw it last week, I'm still thinking about it. I'm like, damn, that scene. Yeah, this, and what happens afterwards, and what it means to be a parent to some people, and and culturally, what does it mean? And, and culturally, be, being an Asian parent, because I have Asian friends. Um, one of my best friends is Asian, and you see what, like, the stereotype and of, of culture and how they want you to be so much more than what you are, and sometimes it can be domineering, but it's out of a place of love. That they have for you, but it's hard. We have it mm-hmm. in the black community. We mm-hmm. we we have it at times too. Afro Afro Latina, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, it, yeah, there, there there was a lot. That definitely a buy when it comes out um, for home viewing, mm-hmm. even if it's on a service, mm-hmm. a buy definitely. I felt the same way, brother. And I saw it in a a previous employment situation while it was still on the festival circuit before it actually literally released in theaters so mm. um yeah I, and, and let let let's let's not forget not to say that this was the difference between it being great or not because it's not but i thought it was interesting that this film was produced by the russo brothers yeah yeah so, so these guys these guys know what they're doing like they understand genre filmmaking Mm -hmm. they understand good ideas they understand how to help good ideas come to fruition and they are not a flash in the pan these guys know exactly what they're doing which is why i said and i've said this and i think i've said this on the show and we've said this on the show a while ago marvel let them do whatever they want to do Whatever their next project is, and they want to do it, let them do it, because <laughs> it will be a hit. 
it I certainly would, will be a hit. I would love to see them. There are some properties like non-Marvel comics mm-hmm. that I would love to see them work on and see mm-hmm. what they would bring to that table. Because I can just yeah, there, there's there's this thing where they just yeah, they just I mean they, once they you saw yeah. Winter Soldier, yes, that was where everything kind of broke. And I don't mean break as far as like and shambles. That's when you you see a definite change from everything else. Winter Soldier on you oh, saw yeah. the tone change Absolutely. like and you know a russo movie when you see um like it, it it'll say across the screen it'll say like um like new york city or yeah. you know bangkok yeah, or like there, you know that tone it, that that's when i know okay yeah let, there's, let there's me get a in. feeling there's a feeling with the russos that which is interesting right because people used to always argue and i used to hear people say this all the time even in chats and everything Everyone would say Marvel movies don't have this sense of stakes being raised until the Russos came along mm-hmm. and changed all of that. Mm-hmm. Like everything that they've touched has this sense of stakes being raised to the point where if things don't go right, this is going to be really bad for everybody in this film. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And and it was like um, an all or nothing gamble. Exactly. And you get a very similar feeling in every everything everywhere all at once. Mm-hmm. Um that there's some serious stakes to everything that's going on in this film, whether it's sci-fi, the, the heartfelt parts of the movie, everything. And this by far, and, and I'm going to say this is one of the top movies of this year, if not one of, if not the best movie of the year. I, I'm still waiting for the other things to, to roll out after this, but I don't think they're going to even touch this film. And mm. I said it when, I said it literally at the end of the first time I watched it at my employment situation, my prior employment situation. Give the trophy to Michelle Yo now. Well, there's yeah. there's no question that this is probably the. I mean, and she's had a lot of roles. Don't get yeah. me wrong; I've loved her in everything I've ever seen her in. But this might be the defining, the career defining role of her life in this in this movie. Like that's she, saying something because she's yeah. had some like she's ridiculous, so good. amazing roles. She's so good in this film, and and it's her. Yeah, and I, I want. People I mean, the material's been good too. Of that. Yeah. Yes, because there's, she's so good in it. There's so much to see and wonder, and it's just it's this beautiful. I, who can take a bagel <laughs> and just go? I bet you can't do this scene with a bagel bet and do that that's what i mean about it's just yeah she now and y'all know i'm not into awards or Mm. oscars and emmys i'm not into Mm. that but i understand what it means in that community Uh or in like the entertainment community i should say whether it's a glyph award whether it's an oscar whether it's an emmy whether like Uh an eisner like whatever it is i understand what it means even if it's just um nominated like award nominated and then the person that I understand what it means, not mm-hmm. just winner, but also Omni, it carries a lot of weight. And I get that. And I mm-hmm. want you to get that money. I want you to get that work. So mm-hmm. I'm cool with it. But y'all know awards really don't 
they, they don't fly with me because I've seen great things that weren't even looked at by academies or committees or whatever the hell he got going on. Mm-hmm. But if I was to say anything, like, again, yeah, there are going to be other movies that come out. I don't think any are going to really mm-hmm. touch this and how it's hitting. Mm-hmm. Go with Michelle Yeoh. Absolutely. I mean, she just, and to play, again, to play different versions of herself. In herself while, yeah, and if you're going to do it, best supporting actor. Yeah, Give it to my man, Quan. Yeah. I love seeing him in the different, and even when she plays like a meta version of herself. Uh The actors, like there was so much, so even saying like that's our universe almost. Yep. And seeing like there were so many facets to it. Yep. It's just and it's it's what it's a um, uh, two hours and two minutes something like that like like two it's it's, le- like it's, it's less than two and a half hours I know that it's less than that yeah. yeah if you have a chance to go see it I don't know if they're rolling it out a little bit more mm-hmm. with the the hype that it's beginning and the popularity and the incredible reviews and stuff like that I think it even got a one hundred percent on um uh, tom- uh, um rotten tomatoes rotten tomatoes yeah this film the the the, it, the it hits. The hype on this film, not hype, because it's not it's hype. It's not hype. It's it's well deserved acclaim for this film. At first it was hype because nobody knows, but now yeah. it's just acclaim and yeah. love. Yeah. This this feels a lot like Parasite film. Where mm. people are talking right, yeah. about this movie yeah. that normally wouldn't go see a movie like this. Yeah. They're talking about it. There's they're obviously recommending it to their friends much mm-hmm. like I recommended it to you yeah. and I mean I I don't I don't want to get myself so hyped up that we may actually have another best you know best picture best international film winner in less than five years again at the Academy Awards? Like, when Parasite did it, I was like, this isn't going to happen again for a very long time. Mm-hmm. But if you keep getting these movies exactly, in, you have no choice but to, it, they have exactly. to come up. If you only get them every 10 years, you might go, oh, well, only going to get them every 10 years. Exactly. And I, I don't know. And this is the, only, the only problem that I have is, would it qualify as Best International? I don't know if it would. It might. I don't. I don't know what the qualifications are for something like that, but I wouldn't even it, say qualifiers. Yeah, I mean, if it does, best film. Yeah, we we may have another situation where that happens, and the best actress would go to her. It would yeah. be amazing. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I mean, if if you have a chance to go check this movie out, please go check it out. And I'm from Jersey, so I don't really like the word situation too much. Um. <laughs> Streaming, streaming TV stuff, stuff that's been coming out. Uh, you funny, dude. Yeah. <laughs> we got a situation here. No, we don't. No, we don't. What type of dumbass nickname? This is he. he made a lot of money and then didn't pay his taxes. Amazing. Um, all right, so you need to create another situation for him. Yeah, you go to a situation where you're getting shanked in the shower for, for your hair gel. You've been on the phone too long, dog. Phone check, phone check, dog. Phone check. Out of here, man. 
All right, so stuff <laughs> that came up on Netflix of uh, new stuff. Uh, we got the second season of Russian Doll. I have to go. I finished the first season. I fell off. Uh-huh. But this is really cool because I'm a fan of um, uh, uh, Natasha Leon. She's always cool. She's like yeah, one of those indie actors that's always really cool. Uh-huh. Um, this is basically in the first season. It's her having like this horrible Groundhog Day situation. Uh-huh. In the second season, I believe some whatever they've done in the first season, I think they've actually turned back time uh-huh. to the '80s. I want to check this out, so I have to go back and I'm probably just gonna start it from from the beginning because uh-huh. um, I think I was on episode four or five, what have you. It's, it's really good and it's again thought provoking because it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, so check that out. Second season is up. Uh, second season also of Pacific Black, excuse me, of Pacific Rim, the the Black. I said they should have made this instead of making Pacific Rim 2. Because Pacific Rim 2. Yeah, I yeah. If I was to tell you, watch Pacific Rim, which I love. I love that movie. Then just watch Pacific Rim, the Black. Just the Pacific Rim 2 was just a fever dream. Did it, it, it never happened. Just don't even worry about it. It was a hallucination of some bad pork or some mustard or something like that or whatever the hell Ebenezer it's a bad pork or whatever. first of all we shouldn't be eating pork but anyway I'm, I'm, I'm not going to go not going to go into that whatever <laughs> or whatever the hell made Ebenezer Scrooge think that he had seen a ghost in that because that's where I was actually trying to quote that line from with the, the bit of mustard on it whatever, whatever. Ebenezer Scrooge anybody who knew knew what I was talking about and I appreciate you thank you so very much for getting my random oh, ass Dennis Miller like <laughs> remarks and comments and critiques um but this is the first season was really cool it's based in Australia um and it's I think it's set in between the first and second movie the only downside I will see and hopefully they fixed it with the second season is that they're in Australia you see mm-hmm. no aboriginal characters you see oh no aboriginal that makes no sense Mm. That's as bad as watching something in America and not seeing any any indigenous or first nations people. But then again, there were massacres. So yeah, I guess. Okay. Anyway, um, yeah, so check that out. Uh we get this is one that was <laughs> okay. So as of late, to get myself to sleep, bruh, I'm not joking. I'm not this is hilarious. Okay, so if you know me, you know I've been watching a lot of documentaries lately. One of them that I keep watching over and over again at night because it helps me sleep is Fire Festival. <laughs> I seen it years ago and I was like, yo, that's messed up. Lately, I've been re-watching it on Hulu and on Netflix. I love them both. <laughs> and they help me sleep. They make me feel good. They make me calm. They make me calm down. I love it. So in that vein, there's White Hot, The Rise and Fall of Abercrombie and Fitch. I have not thought of Abercrombie and Fitch. I don't know how long. And when they were bringing this stuff, I only went in the store once. And it was at night. When I started watching this documentary, I was like, wait, they were doing what? It's wild. Watch it. It's hilarious, but also sad. And it shows you that a lot of times um, retail ain't shit. I'm, I'm going to be real. Just someone who's wor- who works retail, retail ain't shit. Is this number? It, wait, does this have a number of episodes or is it just no, one it's, documentary? It's a documentary, maybe, maybe about a half, maybe um an hour and a half, an okay. hour forty minutes, maybe. Okay, I'll watch it again. This mm. I I was watching, and I was like, "You gotta be kidding me!" And I'm watching, it and I'm like, "This is wild, y'all out here wilding, this is ridiculous." 
I like girls that wear Abercrombie and Fitch. Nah, 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 <laughs> baby. Y'all out here wilding. Bruh. Spelled with a Y. Wilding. Y'all wilding <laughs> out here. They were wilding. If you know, you know. <laughs> that yeah, this the doc. Check this documentary out. It's, it's you know. Oh my god. The hell, the hell, I, yeah. All right. Next we have uh, Moon Knight. <laughs> yeah, for real. Moon Knight episode four. Uh, Disney Plus came out. Look, this is a sleeper show. I want to say this. I want to say sleeper, kind of like Loki. I think Loki is going to do more work for the MCU. Uh-huh. I think Moon Knight is almost like. A, a one shot because it's a limited series. It's, it's only going to be six episodes. I'm loving it. I know some people have issues with it because it's not like the rest of the MCU. Yeah, but I think Moon Knight might do more for building the yeah the horror and mysticism part of the MCU. Yeah, and and also, I mean, you're going to have series that are going to be like those one shot series, yeah. similar to what you would have in a comic book. You would have a yeah. one shot like maybe mini series. That's what you get with this. I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the locale. Yeah. I'm enjoying the fact that they're showing other gods. Hello, Bast. Um, it, it is a bit darker than other. I want to say this and um, uh, the Falcon and Winter Soldier are two of the darker shows. But yeah. you're going to get a balance of it because you're going to have lighter shows. Like Hawkeye was kind of like a, a lighter show. Ms. Marvel is mm. definitely going to be a lighter show. As far as we know, there could be some darkness to it, but yeah. as far as we know, but you need that balance because comics has all the different um like like types of reads. Yeah. So you're going to get that. I'm enjoying the show. I yeah. love it. I just at first I couldn't stand Stephen Grant, but in this last episode, I really liked it because you got to see the two of them together. Mm. Stephen and Mark and how happy they were to see each other, which you never hear them say. Mm-hmm. or interact so and this episode was probably the wildest out of all of them that you probably might say i'm probably gonna yeah. be proven wrong out of that wild later on because it's moon Knight. yeah but i loved it because it's if you don't know moon Knight, you don't know this aspect of the fact that earlier people thought he may have just been insane he mm-hmm. may have had just a break mm-hmm. with the did and then everything else is going on and that, that country may have been another personality we also still don't know what happened when when Mark said, what did you do, Steve? And he's like, I didn't do anything. We still don't know about that because there is a third personality that they may make a bloodthirsty killer. Hmm. We don't know. I still want to see where this goes on. This is still building that supernatural darker side of mm-hmm. MC, which we're going to be getting with, you know, Blade Frost. Um, I'm probably going to watch it later on because I like seeing Wesley Snipes just kicking that dude into the wall for no damn reason. <laughs> it's ridiculous. So I'm enjoying this. We've only got two more episodes. I probably will be going back and watching this again because you're, you're getting Oscar Isaacs every week, which we don't get, mm. um, which I enjoy. Um, and I like this other side to the MCU. We're going more mature because the fans of the MCU are growing. But then we know that we're still have a younger fan. So we're going to have shows like Ms. Marvel mm-hmm. and possibly a young Avengers show or champions. So I'm here for it. Uh, the Batman um, vengeance showed up on uh, HBO max on the 24th. Was What's 24th? No, mm-hmm. that no, no, because that would have been tomorrow. 23rd. So it, no, and it showed up before that it showed up. No, no, it was the uh, wasn't it the 18th. No, 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 it was the 18th. Uh, 
Look, folks, it, it's on now. All right, just stop mm-hmm. with the questions and and, and the Inquisition. Did you watch it? Yet? I haven't watched it again. No, mm-hmm. I just haven't had time to watch it. But I want to sit down and just. I'm probably gonna watch it at night in the dark. <laughs> because why not? It it just it yeah. It's just yeah. It's yeah. I mean, this is definitely. I would say, as far as the way I'm going and looking at movies, this is probably the second movie for me. A movie that for me, a movie that sticks with me is one that I go, damn, that was a that was a great movie. That was a, that was one of the best movies. This sticks with me because I continue some thinking about how much I like Pattinson in both roles, uh-huh. even though you don't see him very much as Bruce Wayne because that's his disguise. I could I could do more of a deep dive probably if I watch it again because I'm going to be like, wait, this this, but yeah, this is definitely you know something in the way. I yeah, give it. Nirvana fan anyway. Also on uh, HBO Max, we got Young Justice Phantoms. <sighs> After last week's episode, I was ready for this week, and they go deep into it. They tell you more of the history of a name that I didn't think I was going to be hearing on this series or seeing it. Um, have you seen it? I have. Zod. Mm-hmm. And also, we saw Razor. So is that a link to the Green Lantern animated series from a few years ago? If it is, that's awesome. I dig it. This is one of the best animated series out there. One of the, excuse me, one of the best series at all out there, honestly. Talked about it last time. So actually it was a benefit that it got canceled and then came back all those years later. They're doing amazing things with this series. And we are now on New Genesis and Rocket is trying to broker a peace and a deal and getting the new God's help. This show, this show was just really hitting me. It's mm-hmm. different from the comics. Um, it doesn't follow the format, which is cool with me. It doesn't matter. <coughs> as long as they don't do something really off the wall crazy, but I really enjoy this series. I could see myself going back and watching it from, from the beginning and seeing how it's, evolved mm-hmm. and how the characters have grown as, as we've grown. Yeah. I love a series that grows with its watchers. That just it's because we've all gone through things since then, mm-hmm. just like these characters have. So it's, but to see that Superboy is in the phantom zone, how did he get in the phantom zone mm-hmm. from that explosion and we see the two Zods, the father and son, and I didn't realize that they were, well, in this universe anyway, they said that they weren't supposed to be in there that long. It was like a prison center, like, you know, five years, then you come mm-hmm. out. That was a very, very interesting detail to me, and that you could be pregnant in there. That, mm-hmm. yeah, that just, that, yeah, this show, yeah, just, if you can go back and watch it, um, Definitely go and watch Young Justice. Um, it's definitely worth it. Uh, on AMC, we got a new series called 61st Street. Courtney B. Vance and Antonou Ellis are my favorite couple on screen. I don't love them on Lovecraft Country, and I'll absolutely love them here. They are such a positive, loving couple. In both series, they're so positive and loving and encourage and i love seeing that in black couples on tv seeing that black love and they have an autistic son 
on the show. Basically, Courtney B. Vance is playing a lawyer who's he's a public defender and he's just tired and um, turns out he's sick as well. Um, and <clears throat> how this even happens is weird as hell. Uh, this athlete who's going to the Olympics, who uh, are these going to the Olympics or going for the Olympic trials, um, gets into an altercation with the police and he's being hunted for murder. And it's going to come out where Courtney B. Vance's character has to defend him. I'm guessing they have to find him and everything like that. But the way the murder happened, the way the, the death happens, I should say, death, excuse me, not murder, but death happens, made me go, wait, what? I had to rewind and make sure I didn't miss something. Because it happened just like that. And it was so random, so out of nowhere. Uh-huh. I was like, wait, what? Now, if you do have AMC+, you go check this out. It's definitely, again, AMC+, Plus is going to be another service. I got it through Amazon because I'm already on Amazon more now. So I figured, yeah, I'll get some because there are a few things on Amazon. I actually wanted to check out some of their series. I wanted to see a discovery of witches. I wanted to see um, that dirty black bag. I wanted to check out Firebite. There were things I wanted to say. Plus, there's a lot of um, damn BBC shows. I didn't realize there were that many BBCs. Jesus, what the hell? Uh, we got Halo on Paramount. Go watch this. I don't care if you play the games or not. Go. Just go watch it. Best video game adaptation? Yeah, I, I would say that. Especially like, after watching this past week's episode where... I haven't seen this past week's. I saw last week's. I, I didn't see this week's, but still. Yeah, they do. They Again, but you and I talked about this as, with regards to Halo. Like, the things that they do where they clearly kind of are taking from mm-hmm. what would be kind of what you would experience in a video game it's just so well done it, it's not cheesily done it's it's just so well done it almost feels like they kind of went to paramount the studio and kind of asked for their help to kind of make it more cinematic you know what i mean it's just oh, it, right, yeah it, yeah it's just it yeah i i was not expecting halo to be this good and it's really good. Really good. Yeah, it's just, it's really, the way they get into this story of it, a deeper, mm-hmm. it almost makes me think of like um, Equilibrium mm-hmm. in a way where um, where uh, the character start, stops like taking his medicine so he can, you know, ha- have like emotions. Mm-hmm. And when he's pulling the chip out of his back mm-hmm. or, or the, um, the, the, the pellet mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, that's just it's just yeah, and um, uh, Woodbine in, in here. I I love you know, seeing him and stuff. Yeah, and being and I, fleshed out and not being background noise. Yeah, and I also feel like the show went to another level when they finally introduced Cortana as a major yeah. character here. You know, the what way I mean? it comes about, you don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it, it might be in. And maybe one of the novels, maybe mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't read them, but it's because first you're like, "Oh, this is cool." Then you see how it happened. You're like, "Oh, shh. yeah," and you get to see how the sausage is made. You know that that's the actual person that played Cortana in the video games, right? Yeah. Yep. Which it just it's that's pretty cool. It's such, yeah, it's such a cool, and that's another thing that they've done yeah. where because they didn't just use the music in certain ways, mm-hmm. subtle ways, but to get the actress mm-hmm. and to show 
how things are in the game like when you like when you want to pick up an, like the alien weapon mm-hmm. you just want to use it because you mm-hmm. want to use because it it's cool mm-hmm. little things like that they this is detail and you have to have a bit of a passion and a love to yeah. show to go you know what i've played yeah. the game this would be cool right. to show there yeah i'm excited for you to watch this episode because there is a very short sort of wink to fans who've played this game and i don't mean like a specific thing from the game it's something that master chief says that's all i'll say all right all right and you'll you'll catch it you'll catch it immediately right, cool. when you hear it <laughs> all right cool because because I, I love moments like that because i've played yeah, like yeah. three or four of the games mm-hmm. and i mean just hearing the the, the way that they would talk uh mm-hmm. master chief and cortana like back with the banter mm-hmm. i always loved in the game and with him having emotions, I can see that actually starting to happen now, mm-hmm. possibly. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely a fan of it. I they're five episodes in, five? yeah, five episodes in. So mm-hmm. definitely go check this out on Paramount Plus. Definitely. All right. Now, as far as comics go, <clears throat> there were some definitely new releases, uh, things that came out which are cool. We've got Black Spartans. This is from Dark Moon Comics, uh, like a manga style uh comic really great we've got uh land of the living gods three from aftershock um oh didn't put it up there oh there's black spartans there you go and there's uh land of the living gods we've also got slumber number two this is the one i was talking about last week about going into someone's dream which is cool killadelphia 21 y'all already know got get killadelphia's alt history horror vampire and then it has a great spinoff called Nocturnal Nightmares. Is it Nocturnal Nightmares? I have to look that one up. The name of that. I'm a little behind on that one as well. If you like vampires, if you like um, alt history and finding out what Thomas Jefferson has been doing all these years, what George Washington has been doing all these years, some presidents pop up. Um, historical figures from America's history pop up in this, in alt history, and maybe even in the present day check this out please awesome work uh shang chi number 11 is out i think i'm gonna watch the movie again i love that i love that movie i uh, damn simu where dude where have you been all our lives man but you know what you came at the right time you came at definitely the right time i can't wait to see what they what you do next in the mcu and just in everything in general I want to see you, you just skyrocket, dude. Seriously, you're just awesome. Uh, Batman the Night number four from DC Comics. I know y'all, and I know for the most part, y'all know I don't really dig Batman and like comics a lot because I did the fans just make it horrible. But this is one of the best things out there. This is going to be a 12 issue maxi series. This is issue four. The first three dealt with him in France. Um, learning how to be a detective and learning about being a jewel thief and profiling this next arc. I want, so I'm probably going to do like four arcs of three or four stories of three. This next one is about uh, Bruce, young Bruce, going to learn how to fight and everything because he hasn't learned that yet. I love, I love that they start out with his detective part and then go to the fighting part because it makes me wonder what's going to be next, possibly going to learn how to be an escape artist. Possibly learning from Zatanna's father, um, like things like that. So I want to see where they're going to go with that because it's really cool. Issue four and the art is beautiful. It's one of the most 
uh, it's breathtaking and it feel you can actually feel the action you can actually feel like the wind from a kick and a punch that's what i love about the art it's just that's what i love what i also love is our segments just a thought banging segue this week i'm going to talk about the possible dc overhaul now we all heard about um what is it, discovery uh saying that quite possibly are going to do a um an overhaul of dc mm-hmm. <clears throat> because there's no continuity or what have you everybody's running around like the people on airplane when the plane was about to crash or running around <laughs> heads are on fire and everything you know the scene brother and um calm down just a thought if you're going to overhaul anything as far as dc one thing to overhaul is the dceu now the movies can be better you keep that as a continuity as your main movie universe okay keep that as it is bring in someone a kevin phage for uh lack of a better term if you will a consigliere someone to be the be be like the oversight the overseer of, of all of this um to make sure that it's in a certain tone in a certain consistency because you have a chance to have something really cool here but it just needs something to really bring it together um you can still have these one-shot movies you can have a joker you can have a the batman you, you can have that stuff doesn't mean it's outside of continuity, but just like with comics, how there are like the one universe, or I should say this main universe, you have one shots of things that are outside the timeline that have nothing to do with the actual like universe. They can be your, you can do a movie about, like I said, the Batman, you can do a movie about Penguin, the Joker, you can do a movie about, um, uh, about Catwoman, you, you can do a movie about Mr. Terrific, you can do a movie about any of these characters, that's a great way to get characters that are lesser known even into people's purview let them see let let us be what's going on with these characters give that story and then you can just make it a one shot it's okay to have a one shot as a movie you don't need to have everything doesn't need seven five eight ten sequels you can still have that and still do these really cool things with your dceu but it does need work it does you got a lot of stuff going on over there i would say if anybody was to be brought in snyder I know, I know, I know. Bullets, um, slow motion, fire, and a song in the beginning. I know. He doesn't have to write or direct every single movie that comes out. He can just be the guy who's like, okay, well, this, 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 and this. His vision. But you can have the director, the writer, whoever is going on with it, you can have it be their own. But just within the boundaries of this, which is natural, which is normal. Okay. Okay. But yes, you can have these outside movies that do the thing. That doesn't make it a bad thing. It doesn't make it, oh my God, they need to make that part of canon. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. You, you can have those movies. It's totally okay to have a little bit of that darker edge, a little more of that more dramatic. The Batman was a great movie. Superhero movie. If loosely. Dramatic. Intense. Gritty is a word that everybody loves to use. And that dark thing. And it is probably one of the most true Batman movies to Batman I can think of. Don't touch the comics. The comics 
are incredible. You know how I know they're incredible? Because I'm actually reading them and I'm taking money out of my pocket. We talked earlier about how I don't like to spend money. That's how you know I'm digging your products if I'm spending money and I'm reading it and I'm reading them monthly, like religiously. One thing I will say is this. I think with the milestone line, we wanted to see new blood. We wanted to see these new these writers that have been out now, these writers and, and artists and creators, and you have some great ones. Vita Ayala and Nicholas Draper Ivy. Hot damn. Amazing. Static has actually become one of my favorite books. And I wasn't a static fan going into this. Not that I didn't like the characters, but didn't really don't really get down a lot with young protagonists. Just don't. Because I'm not young. But I dig this book. But I think you should definitely bring in some more inclusion. I want to see different names. I don't want to see the same, even though they're iconic, I don't want to see the same ones over and over again because they are milestone heritage. I get it. I love you guys. You guys did your thing. It's amazing. Let's shepherd in the new. Let's bring in the new. Let's cycle in some of that fresh blood, new ideas, new perspectives, new designs. Let's do that. That I would change up a bit. Folks, that's just a thought. I don't know. Maybe that's it. No, that, that, that was interesting, brother, because... Well, let me ask you this. Does that mean that you did understand Zack Snyder's plan as far as making it about injustice at some point down the line? Yeah. And did you think that that was the right way to go as the counterpoint to Marvel? it's something different. So I'm going to say, okay, you don't, mm-hmm. there Marvel has their formula and it's worked gangbusters, obviously. Right. And it's flourished, but you can see what they're doing. You, you can pick a couple of things off of there. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. But mm-hmm. you got to make it your own. Right. So if you're trying to do something different, as long as it's not too wild, out <laughs> crazy out there, mm-hmm. I'm gonna I and and I and and I finally saw what you were looking at and I'm like okay cool I'm I'm gonna check it out I wanna see what you're gonna do mm-hmm. and what I will say is this I don't want a damn flash movie <laughs> and that's all I'm gonna say about that yeah because I don't see why uh uh that person I, I don't see why they are they shouldn't be anywhere near this anymore they they honestly shouldn't i i personally well, they I'm, should not I, I i was saying that years ago but well i i don't mind them <laughs> as 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 an as, as an actor i say because they can do some cool little like you know things mm. but the behavior as yeah. of late i don't know what the behavior what what's happening what i don't know yeah because i normally don't pay attention to a lot of celebrities and what they do honestly mm. because don't worship celebrities because they'll show you the worst side of them possible. Yeah. And this week we've gotten a lot of bad sides. Funny enough, two people in in the other DCEU. Yeah. Ezra and uh and uh bah, 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 Amber. Mm. I don't know what's going on here. But I can see where he was going, and I kind of liked it being the op the polar opposite of how hopeful Marvel can be. Versus how dark and downtrodden DC comics can be, and I don't mean that as far as sales or what have you. I mean just their their vibes and and the characters that are in those universes. 
So I would have been like, okay, cool. Yeah, bring, because Injustice was huge. Injustice is a huge thing. I didn't like the animated movie too much. Yeah, it kind of set me off. It's I don't watch it. The other one is better. The World War II movie, that was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, that I've heard the Injustice animated wasn't that great. Yeah, it's yeah. The comic I've heard is really great. The mm-hmm. game is beautiful. Mm-hmm. So I can see him going that route. And that seems like a Zack Snyder, like just wet dream, honestly, to do these characters in his Watchmen. In his vision, in yes. his in his most Watchmen vision, yes, yes, I could totally see him doing that. That seems yeah. like that's made for him. Yeah, I, so I was so I was okay with what he was. Going. Once I saw yeah. the Justice League, not movie, but limited series that it was, mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, this 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 feels right. like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It would I would be very it would be very interesting to see if Discovery was willing to kind of you know stake one of the early decisions on restoring Snyder's vision of everything. It, it would be really interesting to see if they'd be willing to do that. Yeah. But I, I forgot the name of the person that um that the name was flying around about who was going to be coming in. I forgot the mm-hmm. name. Um I can't remember for, for the life of me. But I mean that but again I'm not some executive. I'm not right. some person in the studio. I don't sit in a big chair smoking a cigar going, that kid's got moxie. I don't I, I, mm. I don't do that. Mm. All I do is I sit here, I pay attention, I read the comics, I study the comics, I look at what they're trying to do on screen, I try and study that as well mm. um, as my voice cracks. And I pinch it and I think about it and I go, this character was great. This character was great. This actor would have been better. That line wasn't too good. Maybe they put that line there. Just me off the top of my head. Again, never went to school for any of this stuff. I'm just looking mm-hmm. as a fan and looking at stories progressing because, you know, my buzzword is always storytelling, mm-hmm. world building. Tell me a story and I'll sit at your feet. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think would be. Also, um, animated movies. Let's let's get that animation. Let's get that animated um, studio back and put on HBO Max. Stop making it a year before it comes out on Max, but it's been on DVD because nobody's getting except Netflix. So, <laughs> good, good word. What's to come? All right. So, good word. We've got Free Comic Book Day it is May seventh. Traditionally, it's been the first Saturday in May. Last couple of years, obviously, because of COVID, we have not gotten it. Last year, it was in August. That's why I remember it being so hot. I was like, I couldn't remember why it was so hot during a new comic book day. Because I was sitting at Starbucks drinking something I should not have been drinking because it tore my stomach up with that heat. And then I went and had chicken and waffles at Melville, so I can't really be that mad. <laughs> we all live our own life, folks. We do. So that's going to be this year. Um, it's back to the original. Um, still be careful. Be safe out there. Certain stores are going to be doing it. Some stores are not going to be doing it. Just depends. You can always check to see what stores will be doing it. Um, some are going to have whatever their restrictions are. You might have to wear a mask. Um, you might not, it depends on what that store wants and state mandates, I suppose. So just check ahead, see what's going on. I'm, if things are well um, here at home and everything is good, um, I will be uh, in New York uh, for uh, free comic book day. I will be checking it out. I will be hitting up um, Demetrius and his crew at uh, anyone and the new store everyone uh comics so hopefully within that cross our fingers and i'll be eating something very tasty possibly some chinese food (laughs) 
near a certain Gotham establishment. <laughs> uh, the other thing also, time for anxiety, um, New York Comic Con press and pro applications are open. They opened last week, I think. I'm trying to think of maybe it was like the middle of the week. So go if you're trying to go there and um, pro or press, go fill out your applications. Um, and um, may the force forever be in your favor. <laughs> Ooh, whatever that noise is in there. <laughs> What's the, that's the best I have, brother. That's a that's a what is it? I don't know. I'm not gonna watch those movies again. I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh, I I rather just watch Battle Royale. Sure. I I never I never finished the second one. The second one just doesn't didn't feel right to me. It just I was watching. I was like, this is this isn't it. I have the second one. I have never watched it. I I watched maybe about thirty minutes of it. I want to say, and I was like, mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel. Certain movies don't need a sequel. Mm-hmm. And Battle Royale doesn't need a sequel. It just it feels just good as is. Not mm-hmm. everything needs a sequel. Mm-hmm. I think we're starting to find that out, kind of, sort of, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, just like every series doesn't need a second season. It can be just a limited series. It could be just a um, an uh, event series. It could just be that. It's yeah. totally okay to have something stand by itself and be cool. Yeah. I, I think that's my message for the show today. For me personally, it's okay to stand alone. It's okay to to have something that stands alone and is good. It doesn't need to link to everything else and piggyback on it. It just doesn't. You know. Um, oh, we got yeah, some okay, uh, okay, future governor of New Jersey. Uh, uh, I don't want that job. You you wilding. <laughs> you wilding, wilding, b. Also, my word is wilding. You wilding, b. Wilding, dude. You you wildin' my jeep. Oh. You know what it is? Is this um? I'll I'm, I'm gonna be real with you. It's definitely this weather got me. You know what's got the weather and these new shorts I got on got me out here. You know, showing it for real. You wild, you wild, who wants me in office? Somebody on Facebook, they, we were talking about politics once, something like that. And I said, look, they don't want me in office because first off, I'm going to be at like the White House having dinners with like with like every with like sex workers, like having summits with sex workers, poly, like I'm talking to everybody who is marginalized. I'm having summits at the house, cookouts in the back, like, you know, the sandals, everything, you know, just meat kind of burnt on, on the grill because it ain't perfect because it's me. You know, just everything, you know, got the Kool-Aid out there. I've just, you know, blue moon on deck. Like, they don't want me in office because I'm going to be like, look, I don't know what you want me to do about your kids. Look, I'm putting condoms in these schools. Y'all. Y'all wildin', B. I mean, y'all wildin' out here raw dogging. Y'all just, I mean, you, you want to be a grandparent now? <laughs> Well, later, you want your kid come home and say, uh, I got a B, but I got herpes. You want that? <laughs> Strap it up there, young buck. <laughs> Strap. Strap like that's, I mean, for real, that's, uh, y'all, y'all crazy. Y'all definitely don't want me in office, especially because remember how mad they were when Obama came out in that tan suit and he was 
fresh. He, oh, he was don't, get, don't get me started on that, brother. I, I had to defend him last week again. But do you remember how too. mad people were? I know how mad why, people were. It was stupid. Why y'all mad? It was stupid. Because everybody wears the same suit, and he was out there like, right. like meanwhile, it was like a, a, a right. P Diddy movie. Wind right. was blowing. He right. Was right, 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 right. Meanwhile, nobody had anything to say when fat ass Ronald Reagan wore the same tan suit in the eighties. Nobody had nothing to say then, or <laughs> or when he was flooding the streets with drugs. And exactly. 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 Well, no, but we all well, love well, <laughs> Nancy, <laughs> Nancy Superhead. Nancy was out here <laughs> pleasing the people. Nat, Nat, Nancy was out here getting these votes. Y'all, y'all mad at her? And that's not me shaming her at all. Y'all know I'm pro. Get it, get it, well, get it good. Well, Ollie. Well, I I don't recall. Well, I, can't. I acted with a monkey once. I can't, bro. I, I acted I with a monkey in the movie. I, I can't do it. I can't. Bedtime for Bonzo. <laughs> you know how I got that movie? I gave them drugs and weapons. We are, we are all over the place today, brother. <laughs> Don't nobody care. What they go? Yo, for real. <laughs> Let me be real with people. This is why we do what we do. Yes, we are going to give you, like, in, in the beginning... We had that dis- <laughs> we had that debate about Netflix, mm-hmm. and then we're going to give you news about mm-hmm. stuff. Actually, going on, we're going to tell you reviews. We're never going to be that that show that straightforward lace. You're never going to see me come out in a shirt and a tie unless I'm trying to thirst trap because I'm going to take that shirt and tie eventually. And then like I'm it's some like gonna be like some quiet riot masses gonna come up in here just to slow me. Say, well, we're gonna take it down for a minute. We're gonna let y'all know. We're we gonna have a show where he's gonna put on a shirt and tie and he's gonna get it ripped off by me, and it's gonna be a WWE fight. <laughs> Brother looking God, the cream always rises to the top. <laughs> Brother, you're gonna see me do a macho man on the show for real. I don't but that's the thing. We're always going to give you the actual issues and the actual that's going on. We're going to give it to you in the most original way possible because I see there, there are shows out there that are dry as hell. Dry and just flavorless. No seasoning. Well, Bonzo. Wow, we're over here doing Macho Man, Ronald Reagan. Some of y'all don't even know who the hell Ronald, Ronald Reagan is. Let's be real. But then again, you might because our demographic is 33 to 44, I want to say. Mm-hmm. That's our biggest demographic as far as age. Mm-hmm. But we're never going to be a dry show. You know, at the beginning, there's going to be something ridiculous. We're going to give you what you want. We're going to talk geek and fandom stuff to you. We're going to tell you about stuff that's actually going on. You're not going to get hot takes out there because most hot takes are lukewarm. Hot and they're takes. corny and they're boring. Take that, take that. For real. You know that. That's why we are what we are. We were doing this before the pandemic. We were doing this before it became hot. I was doing this when, oh God, before YouTube even became a thing, what have you, I was doing stuff on there. We were one of the first people doing IG Live when the pandemic hit. Don't get it twisted. Don't think because we joke and there's lag, there's jocularity and everything like that, what have you. That we ain't been in the sauce. That we ain't been there. 
I got this. So when we come for the titles, look here, Hogan. We coming. Oh, oh fuck. this guy! This guy out here cutting promos. Almost in a Booker T for a second. I'm about to snatch. About to about to talk. We, we go for you. Oh, oh, oh. He just knew he had gotten fired. He knew he had lost. He's oh. Sherry's face is like. Oh. Sherry tried to be like. Oh. His brother, his brother, missed a beat. He was like, "Yeah," because he almost. I'm sure he probably would have said, "You know what? Yeah, we are about to get that." And now you know him, and now, now, now you know Hogan. You like Hogan was saying it behind stage. Hard times, That's like, yeah. bro. I, I I watched that promo again the other day. Yo. Oh. I need when it's 90 degrees, I'm getting a fur coat. <laughs> Bet money. You think I'm joking? I'm gonna wear a hot ass fur coat out here. No shirt. Chest baby oil all in the chest. All all, all on the chesticle and baby oil. <laughs> brother, this brother, if you wheels, brother, with the hot times. <laughs> Son of a plumber. I'm gonna be like. I well, well, well. <laughs> We'll do like negative five thousand views. <laughs> I'm telling you, one oh, day I'm just, I'm just gonna start cutting promos on here. Hell, I just I just kind of cut a promo. Hell, I, I, yes, I just kind of did. No, nobody cut promos like the NWA, brother. Bro. Nobody did. Nobody. Yo, did, the su- Yo, you you can't. The <laughs> South was out there because other people know how to talk, and they was out there cutting. <laughs> Why are you? You know it's ninety in Alabama, right? Why? <laughs> Or coat hard times. <laughs> all right, I guess hard times and coke. I, all right, <laughs> all right, but I, mm. yo, but nobody beat Macho Man. Why? What are you talking? And Mean Gene was the best. He's like, what? Why? Why holding a cup of coffee? He's like, a cup of coffee in the big time. Look. And he start. Mean Gene's face was always like. What the? Mean Gene was along for the ride. He had no idea what was going on because that was unscripted. Uh, WWE's uh, heavy script that was unscripted. You just said what you and look, some of the best promos are Macho Man Randy Savage when uh, he's with Sherry because uh, they make because the two of them because she says something like, Look, my man, he's like, Shut up. He's like, I know, baby, I'm sorry. And he starts talking. I'm like, uh, What? <laughs> Yo, they were just so they looked like an odd couple, but they made so much sense together. Mm hmm. Because she was like always like you know kind of screaming. She was like, oh man, she was just so. They need to have a dark side of the ring for her because I know their stories. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she's passed. Um, but I want to know more about her. I she might be in the Hall of Fame. Mm. Kind of think maybe. I don't. I'm trying to think. I, she might be in the Hall of Fame. Oh, I'm trying to think if she is. For some reason, I want to say she is, but I know she passed like. Oh, five, six, maybe five, five, five or more years ago. Almost since she passed, but her and Macho Man, man he was like, it's like a cup of coffee in this, it's a cup of coffee in the big time. Look at in the strat and him and Hogan as the, the stratosphere. And I'm like, what the f- what? <laughs> Yo, Saturday Night Main Event was wild on NBC. <laughs> I remember them Saturday nights watching it and I'd be sitting there like, I just can y'all just go to the matches? I'm a little kid. I have no idea what the hell y'all talking about. I think y'all make I don't know what a cup of coffee in the big tea. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's that? 
this cup of coffee in the big hand. And then he come up with a creamer. Like, this <laughs> cream rises to the top. What the? F- what? <laughs> Did you just come up with that? He went to catering, got a. <laughs> It's hot. Why are you wearing a fur coat? Why? All right. All right. I mean, you. I mean, you got the money to buy it. I guess. All right. Whatever. You get heat stroke. Hot time, if you will, baby. Hot times. But he was one of the greatest talkers ever. I. Mm-hmm. He's just a common man. He's just what? Flip flop and fly. Elbow. I gotta go watch some wrestling for real. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go watch promos there after this. I, I gotta go watch yo YouTube is great. We should, go, rules. we should start <laughs> that mug, that mug wilding. I don't know which is worse, Ric Flair back then or Ric Flair now. Mm, mm. I don't know which is and then when you when you really know the story about like um the air the um uh, the plane ride from hell, yeah. I didn't know it was that. Mm. Because when you hear it, it's always, oh, yeah, we, oh, we were playing pranks and everything. Then when you really hear it, you're like, what the f***? Did you ever, hear, did you ever watch the ESPN 30 for 30 for Ric Flair? No. Oh, that's a good one. You should find it, that if you can, yeah. It might be on Hulu because I think Hulu has yeah, some 30 for 30s. I think so. It might be. You can check they were on Netflix, but they're on they're on um, Hulu now. Yeah, that's oh. a good one, brother. You Is should it? watch that. Yeah. I, I want one for a hard time. I'm be real with you. <laughs> I want... <laughs> but you know what? It's funny. Um, um, Cody, Cody channel his, channels his father mm. in such a way, and now that he's with WWE, he channels his father in such a way, man. It, his his promos. If you didn't know any better, and you closed your eyes, I mean the voices are obvious, but if you closed your eyes, mm. you would swear that Dusty was standing right next to him. He mm. channels his father in the most amazing, beautiful, and almost kind of scary way. Mm. And it's just it's yeah, I got it. I think every episode we should we should share a link of our favorite promo <laughs> for that week. Just come up with look, this is a promo of the week. If y'all ain't <laughs> mine are just gonna be pretty much um macho man mm-hmm. and ultimate warrior. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Maybe some Luna Vashon because mm-hmm. she was ahead of her time. Uh-huh. She was definitely ahead of her time, but we didn't, you know, nobody was trying to see a woman actually wrestle. They just wanted women to roll around in jello. Uh-huh. And if you had diabetes and sugar-free jello, obviously, because, you know, you want to watch your, you, you, you want to watch your sugar. As black people call it, <laughs> diabetes, we call it sugar. Why, why are we like this? We, <laughs> we be, we be, we be wilding, we be wilding, B. The sugars, yeah, the sugars. <laughs> he got the sugar. You mean the uh, disease he has? <laughs> yeah, he had sugar. We will take a disease and just we will take all the sting out of it with a simple name, mm. and not we act like we don't care. Mm. He got <laughs> he got high blood pressure. All right. And don't give him no more salt. I think he's past that point, actually. I think <laughs> I think he's asked that. I think he's past the point of a little salt is gonna really yeah, I think so. You hear about Ronnie? What a, what's wrong with Ronnie? 
He got the sugar. I, what? I... <laughs> Get out. And we always, we, you know, I mean, we, uh, you went out with Earl? What happened? He got Rona. <laughs> I'm not mad at that because black people will make jokes to to try and get through everything because that's what we've done our whole yeah. our, our whole existence yeah. in this country we've done that that's why we're that's why we're like the funniest people ever uh-huh. the best comedians are black people and Jewish people because we both have had such horrific histories uh-huh. that we have to make jokes to get through like the worst times possible I wish I'd knew of some indigenous or first nations um comedians but i mean the um the settlers quote unquote colonizers um had a uh, a massacre and tried to genocide so i can't really mention if there are any really um great uh, indigenous or first nations comedians i'm sorry folks i forgot that we were on camera i was just saying some real shit to y'all Anyway, any final words for the folks, sir? Peace out. Join us next week. This has been a potpourri show right here. (laughs) This has been a potpourri show. We have given you a little bit of everything. Uh This has been all sizzle reel. This is every segment with all sizzle reel right here. (laughs) Um, uh, You know what? Wash your drawers. You know what? It's probably time for you to buy new drawers. Matter of fact. New socks and new draws. I think when summertime comes, we should all start buying new socks, new draws. Then wear them for, you know, whatever. Then buy a new cycle. For real. Some of y'all got the Holy Ghost up in your draws. You, you got demons and whatnot living, living in your stuff. Yeah. So, so my word is like buy some new draws. <laughs> yes, that's okay. <laughs> I thought I was going to have something else to say, but I don't. I'm, I'm a guru. I don't. <laughs> All right, so on that note, this has been Michael Williams. Yes, sir. And I am Antonio Palmares, and this has been another random as hell episode of Fandom Initiative. Remember to go like, subscribe, and share, and get us out there, folks, because we're ha- this is the type of thing that you can that you can get from us every episode, every random delectable episode. It's my best Peter Laurie. Delectable, yeah. Who would you say is a modern day Peter Lorre? Would it be Steve Buscemi? Yeah, that's probably the closest yeah. equivalent. Yeah. And that's not a slight to either of them. Because mm-hmm. Peter Lorre was Peter Lorre. Like you mm-hmm. and Steve Buscemi is Steve, Steve Buscemi. Like it's not a it's not a slight. It's like I don't know, they just have this thing where like mm-hmm. they could have whatever makeup on you, like that's Peter Lorre. Mm-hmm. That's Steve Buscemi. I know mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Like you just know, like they have that aura about them. Yeah, definitely. I don't know why that came into my head. It was a random ass conversation. <laughs> it was a random ass thought. Hey, look, go enjoy the day. Um, be safe out there. Eat something tasty. Um, and watch out for the sugars. Um, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, what the hell was that even mean? Whatever. <laughs> All right, y'all. We out. Y'all ready for the shoulders? I know y'all want the shoulders in yellow. Get it. Get it. Get it. Get it. Oh, press the wrong button so you're going to get a little bit longer. <laughs>